You're listening to a message from Gateway Church Geelong. We hope it blesses you. For more information about Gateway, visit gc.org.au. So I just wanted to take a moment today just to really encourage uh, all of the, the fathers and men in the room today. Uh, it would be completely naive of me to, to assume that today means the same thing to everyone. Uh, I'm sure many people would, would, would agree with that. Um, so allow me to, to cover the room today and those of you who are joining us online. Um, so today we go out of our way to celebrate the fathers who are, who are with us in the room today. We're grateful that you're here and we're grateful that you're present for your family. Um, to all of the men in the room today who have committed to be a blessing to your family, committed to be a blessing to your loved ones, uh, be a blessing to your church, we are so grateful that you keep showing up to be a blessing to the people in your world. It's my encouragement for, for all of you men today, to the teens, to the young men. Uh, I'm so happy that you're here today. I'm so happy that you put yourself in a place where you can catch a glimpse of God at work in your own life, but God at work in the life of others, uh, that they can impact and you can learn from them as well, that you're choosing to be formed into the Christ-like example of what it means to be a man who loves God and serves others with the same love as well. I'm really, I'm really encouraged by that today, and I wanted to encourage you with that to speak to some other people who may be in the space or join us online today, to the men who are perhaps carrying guilt and shame and many other feelings, it's not over yet. It's not over yet. God hasn't finished. And I just want to encourage you that, that you can humbly allow God to do a deep work in you so that your second half is a blessing to the people in your world. While there is still breath in your body, now is the time to enter into the deep work, amen? While there is breath in your body, to, to everybody in the space today. Today means many things. I think we've, we've found that out. But it's a great day today. It's a great day not to forget the feelings that you have, not to forget the many feelings you have, but I just want to encourage you that there are men in this space today who are great examples of what it means to follow Jesus. And they could really do with your encouragement today. If you've seen that they're doing a great work in their family, can I encourage you? You may not get to say it to somebody else who's close to you, but can you look at the people in your church family? Go, I'm going I'm to use my words today to encourage them in what they're doing for their family. Amen. Amen. So, after the service, uh, we're going we're gonna to celebrate the men in our church by making them cook a barbecue for us. Um, but, you know, we, we celebrate you today. You, you are pursuing all that God has for you, for your families, for your communities, and for your church. And I relish the opportunity, but we as a church, can I encourage us to relish the opportunity to really cheer them on, to cheer the men in our church on, uh, in a world that is doing the opposite who is trying to belittle and all the other things that are going on. No, we, we stand for the opposite. We stand for we're going to cheer the people on in our world, both men and women. We cheer them on because we are all created equal, amen, through Jesus. Um, the strength of the local church, the strength of families is found in strong yet vulnerable men and women who are committed to the work of God in them. 
that's what we stand for in Jesus' name. So be blessed today. Be blessed. You know, this, um, this past week, uh, Naomi has been convincing me that I need to recommit to a fitness regime um, to stay in shape. Um, one of the biggest challenges is, is scheduling time to commit to those things. Am I right? Um, and her suggestion was that I should start with lunges. And my response was that would be a really big step forward. Thank you. Had you, didn't I? I had you. You're like, she she did what? How dare she? (laughs) How dare she? Well, she actually was talking to me about that last week, but that's a whole nother conversation. So here's my show and tell. This, is, this was my gift today. And you're like, you got given a cup? Why are you so excited about that? There was breakfast in it. There was a chia and oat pudding in that, like waiting for me to walk out the door. And um, it's amazing, right? And, and here I am thinking, it's like, I got the greatest gift in the whole world. And then someone popped up in my messenger chat this morning. Now I'm like reveling in this moment. And then someone... Pops up in my messenger chat this morning. It's like, have a look what I got. Trent, why don't you come to the stage this morning? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> You're like, oh, he's got a jacket on. What, what's under the jacket, Trent? <laughs> You're like, oh, a super soaker. No, no, not a super soaker. A salt gun for shooting flies in your house. You win. Do you want to hold it? <laughs> After I get two dollars, you can hold it. <laughs> for those of you who didn't hear that online, he's gonna for two dollars afterwards. People are allowed to hold it. No, it's, just, it's gonna remind me. Love it. Wow, isn't that funny? That's so cool. <laughs> Well, today I want to talk to you about the I am's in the Bible. My message today is called, I am your father. And um, why do I want to talk to you about the I am's in the Bible? Well, to truly understand that God is our heavenly father, we need to know who he is. Who would agree with that today? We need to know who he is. And I'm believing for for each and every single one of us today that there is a a fresh level of identity that God wants you to own. A fresh level of identity that he wants you to walk in today. And how how do we do that? We find out who he is. Because he gives himself, his heart to us. That's how we find out who we are in Christ. In the New Testament, in the Bible we find a significant amount of Bible verses where Jesus conveys who he is and who God is. And these I am statements that we're going to look at, they explain the character and the nature of God through significant phrases that all begin with I am. And I want to encourage you to, just as I read these I am statements, so I just want this like, this is God's character. This is God's nature. This is, this is God the Father speaking directly to you. You know, if we were to answer the question, you know, who God is and, and what, what God is, the responses would be very varied in the space, I'm, I'm sure. And, 
our responses would probably never quite do the full justice uh, of the extravagant complexities of God who is all-powerful and all-present and ever-knowing. But today, I, I just want us to catch a glimpse of who God is, who He's revealed Himself as through His Son. He's done this so that we, you, can know the Father heart of God and how we as fathers and men also on Father's Day are called to develop these characters and nature in us. Obviously, it's for all of us, but just for the men, I'm just going to sneak it in there today. This is the character and nature that God wants to release into you. You know, sometimes we might feel that God is just some mysterious unseen, far-off voice from behind a veil. But the encouragement from the Scriptures today is this, that He wants to know you personally. In the book of Isaiah, God is called Emmanuel, which literally means God with us. He wants to be with you, not far off behind some, some wall or like listening from around a corner. No, He wants to be with you. How is God with us, you might ask? Well, He sent Jesus to us, sent his son to us. This was God's way of not just being in relationship with us, but bringing salvation and forgiveness of sin to the world. Jesus is with us. God is with us. You know, these I am statements we're going to look at in, in, in just a moment. You know, Jesus used these I am statements in the New Testament, but the first time that the I am statements were used was by God himself. In Exodus 3.14, God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, say to the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. So let's look at these I am statements today of Jesus. Remembering today, as, as I'm saying this, this is the character and nature of God that he wants to pass on to you all. Say amen. First one, I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life. In John 6.35, it says, Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. I am the bread of life. And I just want to encourage you that when you read this scripture, we should be interpreting as this, that Jesus alone can sustain us. He's the eternal bread of life that can sustain us. Not just a physical sustaining, but a, a sustenance that fills our spiritual salvation, starvation. The longing of our spirits can only ever truly be satisfied when we know God as our Saviour, our sustainer. Amen. Yeah, we were never called to be starving and begging our way through life. We are called to be known and loved by God. How do, how do we get that? By, by knowing that God is the bread of life. He is our sustainer. The second one today, I am the light of the world. It says this in John 8, 12. Again, we, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of of life, the character and nature of God. You know, Jesus is the only way for our mind and our spirit to be illuminated. I mean, other people will say there's other pathways to it, but only Jesus said, I am. I am the light. I am the light of the world. Only Jesus had the guts <laughs> to stand up in front of them and say, if you want to know God, he sent me to show you that I'm the light of the world. You, you have access to me. Remember, 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 remember this. 
that it was God who spoke light into being at creation. He is the light of the world, amen. He is the original and the eternal source of light for our spirits, for our souls. I I just want to encourage you that today. The third one is, I am the door. It's like Jesus said he's a door. I am the door. John 10 verse 9, I'm the door. Anyone, If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out to find pasture. Now, Jesus is the door to life. Jesus is the door to salvation. Jesus is the door to be taken care of. It says that if anyone enters by me, he'll be saved and go in and out of pasture. What does that mean? That God creates a way for you to be taken care of. When you go in and out, when you go to work and you come home, when you go into relationships, he finds a way. If you do it through him, he finds a way for you to be taken care of. You know, maybe you've just been walking through multiple different doorways in your life. It's like on Sundays, I enter through the doorway of Christianity. On Mondays, I enter through the doorway of insert whatever doorway you're walking through. I just want to encourage you. The doorway that we should be entering into all things in life is through Jesus, is with his character, with his nature. Not what's quicker, not what's easier, but the doorway that he wants us to walk through. The fourth one, I am the good shepherd. John 10 verse 11. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. You know, Jesus knows and Jesus cares for us. He truly looks out for us even when we're doing unintelligent sheep things. Here's some unintelligent sheep here on the screen. Where are they? There's some unintelligent sheep doing sheep things. Which one are you in those pictures? You know, sometimes like we do unintelligent things, right? And it's like we'd like standing out in the middle of the road. It's like, I think the one in the top middle, it's just like stepped off a GQ sheep magazine, right? It's got that real look. I think I'm the one on the top right. Um, (laughs) Even when we're doing things, it's like, what are you doing? Like in the natural, like after we've, we've done things and we come good, it's like, what was I even thinking of? In those moments... Jesus says to you, I am your good shepherd. And he never, he's always coming. It's like, come on, come come on back. Come on home. Yes, I know you've made some decisions that aren't quite what they should. Come on back. Come on home. Come back to me. I am your good shepherd. You don't need to live in fear of the good shepherd. We live in hope that we've got a good shepherd, right? That when we make decisions that are like, eh, comes and brings us back in. See, Jesus knows us and Jesus cares for us. You know, for, for all of you who have been, has anyone ever been on a farm before and seen sheep doing sheep things? Will my head fit through this? Oh, yep. But it won't come out. Can I jump this fence? Yes, you can jump this fence. Can I get back in? No. It's proof to me that even... Even when those things happen on a farm, a farmer who doesn't quite, maybe doesn't love his sheep, he puts up with his sheep, right? 
It's like, I'm going to remove this head of the sheep from this fence. I'm going to bring the sheep back in through the gate that it's meant to be on that side of the fence. I just want, even if, if a farmer can do that, if Jesus is, it says, I am the good shepherd, how much more is he going to take the time to look after you and care for you and get your head out of that fence? <laughs> so much so, when he says, I'm the good shepherd, the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. That's how much of a good shepherd he is. He gave his life so that we could have eternal life. Amen. What an encouragement. The fifth one today. I am the resurrection and the life. John eleven twenty five. 25. Jesus said to you, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. Jesus is the way for us to have eternal life, the way for us to be revived and given life to the full. Not just life, life to the full, amen. God the I am sent Jesus so that you could have resurrected life. I don't know about you, but that, that should be like stirring something in you today. No longer separated, no longer by yourself, but known by God who has given you resurrected life. Jesus is giving us the ultimate gift of eternity. Amen. Two more to go. Number six, I am the way, the truth, and the life. John 14 verse 6, Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I just want to encourage you today. When we, when we hear, I am the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus is the unrestricted access to God the Father. Jesus is the unrestricted access to God the Father. He is the giver of life. He is the giver of life. God is the one who creates a way for us to, to, to be in Him. He is true to His Word. He wants people to come to Him. He wants His creation to come. He is not far off. He's not unavailable. So much so that he sent Jesus to make sure of it. Amen. Last one today, number seven. I am the true vine. John 15 verse one. I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. What is, what is Jesus saying here? That he is the true source of life. He is the, the true source of life and God is the one who dresses the vine. He prunes and refines us. Amen. He prunes and refines us. Gives us the opportunity to grow just like the vine that we are connected to. Anyone ever been through those times of pruning, refining? Anyone continuing to go through those times of pruning and refining? I'm not sure if it ends. It's like, we like go like, 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 real trees where we go dormant for a little season it's like ooh clip 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 I'm going to now allow you to grow into everything that I've called you to be in your connection to Jesus so what does this all account for what are the I am's all account for what it accounts for is this that Jesus is your access to eternal sustenance Jesus is your access to the, the eternal light that illuminates you. Jesus is your access point to salvation. 
Jesus is the one who cares for you most in life, like a good shepherd does. Jesus is your resurrection and your life. Jesus is your access to God the Father. Jesus is your access point to be grafted and connected and dressed by God as a God the Father as a son and a daughter. Amen. See, these are the characteristics of God. This is the nature of God. And we, we find the nature of God in the I am's. Loving. Wants to embrace his children. Wants to welcome them into relationship. Doesn't, doesn't just want to welcome them into relationship. Wants to tend to his children. Amen. Wants to look after his children. Wants to make sure that they're well formed, taken care of in the way that a vine keeper takes care of his vines. I know that, you know, that, that this right now may seem completely normal when you hear this. And maybe other people say, oh, this is really different. But Jesus, Jesus in these passages of Scripture at the time, it, it was completely outrageous for Him to be saying these things. It's, I am. I am. I'm the same person that said those things in Exodus. Jesus is making these statements that were so outrageous and no one had ever said this except God. Jesus was revealing himself as God to the world. But the ultimate end game is this. this is, I love this in Revelation 1 verse 8. This is, this is God speaking. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Maybe you've never heard that scripture before and you talk about Alpha and Omega and it's like, is that a brand of watch? No, what it means is Alpha and Omega means this, that He is the beginning and He is the end. And everything that happens in between, He takes care of. The God who created the beginning and the God who knows the end reveals His character, His heart, His love for you at the deepest of levels. Amen. What He is revealing to us today is His his true character, God being the Father. You You need to be identified and encouraged by God the Father today. He's done it in these scriptures. He is letting you know who He is and how much He loves you and how much He wants to be close to you. He sees you. He loves you. He takes time to convey to each of us just who He is exactly. Not in a thereabouts way. It's like, I am these things. I am these things to you. Not just he could be, maybe he was once. No, no, he is. He is these things to us. He conveys to each and every single one of us today that I am. You know, a step further. God just never leaves it there. He always wants to just take it that little little step further. 2 Corinthians 6 verse 18. This is God taking it a bit further. And I will be your father and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. The I am that loves us so deeply, that goes beyond to care for us, says this, that I will be your father. You know, to anyone who would respond, 
He accepts. To anyone who, that would reciprocate, He accepts. To anyone that needs the love of the Father that is good and true, He accepts. He will be your Father and you will be His sons and daughters. I don't know about you today, but that's a deep encouragement. I understand that there's potentially even today there's a, there's a wrestle with that. It's like, oh, why are you preaching this today, Pastor? You know why I'm preaching this today. I'm preaching this today for a reason because God wants you to know that He is your loving Father. He is your loving Father. Today, God would, God would say to you, I am your Father. I am your Father. You know, for, for the men in the space today, particularly today, if you're looking to emulate anything to your loved ones, if you're looking to emulate anything to your family, your kids, wife, other people in your world, can I encourage you that looking to emulate these I am statements, to being loving to people, to care for people, to be a great example to people, to go out of your way, to show life, to show truth, you know, to be a good shepherd to the people in your world. If you're looking to emulate anything, emulating these things that Jesus said today is, is the way to go. You know, so how do I emulate being the door? Well, it's as simple as this, with your loved ones, with the people around you. So encourage them and point them to Jesus. Point them to the door. So if, if you're waiting for somebody else to point the people in your world to the door, maybe you're the person that's meant to actually point people to Jesus. You know, be, be the light of the world. Jesus is in you. If you want to emulate anything, be the light. So, this is what Jesus has done in me. He's given me life, eternal life. Where do I, where do, where do I get my passion from? Where do, where do I get this, this deep belief in me that I can do all things through, you know, through God who strengthened me? It came from the bread of life, my eternal sustenance. It came from God. This is what I know for each and every single one of us in this space. Just as we bow, bow our heads and close our eyes for a moment. that the Spirit of God is in each and every single one of us who's accepted Jesus as Lord and Saviour. And that Spirit that dwells in us has the power that we need to activate the nature and character of God. We can't do it in our own strength. It's just good works if we just try and activate ourselves. But the Spirit of God, the power of God dwells in you so that you can activate the nature and character of God. This is what I say to you today. That when it says, and I'll be your father and you'll be my sons and daughters. This is what I know to be true. That there is an inheritance that comes from a father. There's an inheritance that comes from a father. And his inheritance for you today is the nature and character of God. His inheritance for you is the nature and character of God.
Holy Spirit, I pray for each and every single one of us in this space today that we believe that you're our Father and that you love us. We believe that you care for us and you want to tend to us. And God, I I just pray today that you would send your character and your nature to be revealed in us, to be refined in us, to be formed in us. And God, I pray that even as you're activating that within us, give us the power and the boldness to activate those things on a daily basis to our, to our families, to our loved ones. Holy Spirit. You know, just as, as I was in preparation this week, you can look at me for a moment. Today, just as I was in preparation this week, I... Um, Strongly, strongly felt, strongly felt that there'll be people here today who, uh, who haven't known the love of a father, who haven't, who haven't had a father in their world who, who loves them so much that you wouldn't be able to say to me today that your father's come to say, hey, I, I'm your father, I love you. And I... I even as I was preparing for this today, I, uh, I just felt that God's heart towards you, who were, maybe there's, you feel like there's a lack, a lack in your life because of that, that if you could hear the words of God today, the words of God saying, I am your Father, I love you, I'm well pleased with you. I'm your Father, I love you. I'm well pleased with you. I'm your father. I love you. I'm well pleased with you. Now, I don't want to. I don't want to highlight people today. But can can I encourage you that even as you're hearing me say that, that this is God's heart towards you, and even as I'm saying that, can I ask you in your own head to insert your name before it? I'm your father. I love you. I'm well pleased with you. Can you insert your name before it? I'm your father. I love you. I'm well pleased with you. It's God's heart towards you today. I'm your father. I love you. I'm well pleased with you. Why don't we stand for a moment this morning as we as we come come to the end? Holy Spirit. God, I, I just pray, even as we're in this place today, that you just minister to hearts, that you encourage hearts that people, uh, as, the, as they leave this place, they, they leave knowing that, that you love them, that you care for them. And just in this moment, God, that we, uh, for, for people who don't, don't know you personally, God, we, we just take, take a moment. We just take a moment to, to give people the opportunity today to, to know God personally. You know, that maybe you're in this space, you're watching online and you don't know Jesus personally. You don't know him as God the Father, God your heavenly Father, who loves you and has gone above and beyond to make sure that you can be known, that you can be loved, that you can be welcomed and tended to. In a, in a moment, I'm, I'm going to pray a prayer of salvation. It's a prayer of acknowledging that God sent Jesus, that he went to the cross, was buried and rose again on the third day for, for one reason alone, so that we could be forgiven of our sins and embraced by God the Father. 
I'm going to invite everybody to pray this prayer after me, but specifically, if you want to know God personally, be forgiven and known by God. Why don't we pray? Dear God, I thank you that you sent Jesus, that he went to the cross, that he was buried and rose again for the forgiveness of my sins. I believe it in my heart and I confess it with my mouth. From this day on, I surrender my life and I choose to follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. We pray that that message was a blessing to you. If you made a decision to follow Jesus, first of all, congratulations. We think that that is incredible. And secondly, if you go to gc.org.au forward slash first steps, our team has put together some resources as well as there's some information there for how you can get in contact with one of our pastors because we'd love to encourage you and connect you into the life of the church.